Mrs. Olivia Buckley of Cherry Brook invites you to get this with Tony Martin and Lockie Hume. Good morning, everybody. Thank you, Mrs. Olivia Buckley of Cherry Brook. Still our sponsor. It's me, Tony Martin. It's that man, Ed Cavalli, with his hair in the style of Kraftwerk because he's off to Germany. Guten Morgen. To provide us with constant Fista updates, as promised. And how about a round for Lockie Hugh? Yeah, I do. Welcome Thank back, you very Lockie. Much. You know that it's not Fista, it's Feister. Now, see, that's what you say. And right? I know why you're saying that because you're talking about Wally Feister. Wally, the DP, the cinematographer. Of Batman Begins, oh, Batman. <laughs> nominated for an Oscar, but Ed, you're saying it is Fister. Yeah, and uh, and Hume, because you are a man of opinions, mm. I have a, like, what I like to call some evidence, if you will, Mr. Marsland. <laughs> Reinstated last night, Otto Fister. There you go. Okay. So maybe uh, Wally Fister, okay. whoa, whoa, whoa. out of embarrassment, okay. has changed it to Fister because okay, he doesn't want to hear Fister on the Oscars. Okay, Tone, just wa- wait a second, mate. <laughs> Cavalier's throwing the gauntlet down here. <laughs> First of all, I don't give a stuff what you think about anything. Okay? Here we <laughs> go. On the, one hand, on the one hand. <laughs> Second of all, if you're going to take the opinion of some anonymous sports commentator oh, from Europe over me, you can just pack up you, your cheap haircut, and get on the plane to Germany right now, pal. I'll take over the show if you don't mind. That's pretty much what he's about to do. Hey, and I mentioned Batman Begins. Last time you were on the show, Lockie, hey. uh, mm. we talked about the possibility that you were up to be the Joker, and I got onto the internet about 10 minutes later... It's all over. I warned you. Didn't I say it's it? Yet? Like, and no, it's out of control. People are saying you've had the <laughs> meetings with everybody. That's not true, well, is it? Because, because, well, what I said on air was is that I've, I've, I've met with them and we're in. I can't talk about it. And yeah. Been inferred that it's some sort of top secret discussions going on for me. Yeah, you're basically, you're being fitted for the costume, that's, according to is, nerds. That's all. I mean, according according to the internet, Christopher Nolan and I have got part shares and a racehorse together at this stage. <laughs> that's, I mean, that's what I've been reading. But uh, yeah, uh, but I, I did say. See, I, this thing has been dogging me for like two years now, mm. and I have never said anything about it. No, honestly. that's true. And so I dared to open my mouth on this wonderful show. And I said to you, I said to Nikki, I didn't know say it's going to be on the internet within seconds. And it was all over the net that, well, appara- you know. Yeah, the part I loved is that it said, it was talking about how you're, uh, because, well, you sort of implied, I think jokingly, that you were going to be claiming tax credits for yeah. your Batman memorabilia. <laughs> And see, the trouble is, if you say something like that, you'll get a call from Peter Costello. I know. Well, as a matter of fact, I did get a call from Costello, which is why we're backpedalling now on air. <laughs> it's no. more of a tax issue now. It's yeah. yeah. No. Well, uh, yeah. All it just it gets everything gets disseminated when you're talking about Batman because it's such a big yeah. property. Well, People love it. You know. I'll tell you who I'm pushing for, the Joker. My personal choice is Abu Bakr Bashir. Yes. I just think, uh, get the beard off. Great. Paint him up white, mm-hmm. yeah. green hair, purple suit. Um, he's got the teeth, he? He is your Joker. He's got the teeth. When he was coming out of prison, I was just hearing that music. <laughs> Abu Bakr Bashir back on the street. <laughs> Gotham in terror. <laughs> okay, it's the movie show. So, yeah. I so uh, well, I mean, I think, anyway, the point of all that is, is that... Uh... Be careful what you say. I know. The point is, ladies and gentlemen, I have not met with them about the part of Joker. <laughs> okay, can you? But it doesn't matter what I say anyway. It's going to be disseminated as if I am. So yeah, all right. Well, you know, there we go. That's we'll, cleared it up. 
Yeah. <laughs> I think so. Yeah, I think so. Thanks. thanks we are thanks, getting... Thanks, Kevlin. What about... Your opinion means anything. Go on, Tone. Sorry. <laughs> Let's forget about movies uh, to do oh, with yes. Christopher Nolan. See, that's a classy name. That's not what people want us no. to talk about on this no. program. I understand that uh, you've done a little bit of uh, digging about Tone. I have, and, and we're going to have a bit of heaven tonight. Like, oh, yeah. Thank yes. God. But not thank yet. God. Not yet, because I'm trying to give a bit of sizzle. Oh, yeah. Okay. No, no, no. We're just warming you up at home, but... Yeah. Uh, People call in and they say, here's the sort of films we want you to talk about. Oh, Teen yes. Wolf. Teen Wolf. I love Teen Wolf. What about Teen Wolf 2? Brilliant. Teen Wolf 2 with Jason Bateman. Teen and Wolf T-O-O. T-O-O. An amazing mm. moment where they, had, where they had to work out that they were both Teen Wolves. Mm. Brilliant. What about... Uh, you, rate, sh- you rate that as a brilliant moment? Do you, I do. On this program, <laughs> that is a brilliant moment. Uh, the Cheech Marin classic, oh. The Shrimp on the Barbie. Oh. Was that shot in New Zealand? Am I wrong about that? I think that might be. I'm we just will. surprised that Hogan didn't do that. Where's that the, Paul uh, Hogan didn't actually what, say, bugger, bugger Crocodile D in Los Angeles. Let's, <laughs> let's not go down the path of genius. Let's try Shrimp on the Barbie. <laughs> I don't think that it was called Shrimp on the Barbie here. I think that was just for America. They've gone, oh, oh well, New Zealand's near enough to Australia. We'll just call it Shrimp on the Barbie. Did you say it was shot in New Zealand? I think so. I'm okay. not sure about now, that. Now, they've got basically New Zealand's whole tourism campaign is based around the fact that it's, you know, Middle Earth these days. Mm. Where are the tours for the Cheech Marin fans? <laughs> Around the, the, the sets of, you know, shrimp on the barbie. Where's the actual shrimp? Bugger that. I want to know where the tours are for Steve Gutenberg. Oh, That's where I'm... Look, we don't want to start the Gutenberg reality tour. Someone says we should talk about Convoy. <laughs> Goot fantasy camp. <laughs> we don't want to start the Goot war again. Hey, you know they're remaking Convoy. Convoy uh, with yeah, Chris Christopherson was a Sam Peckinpah movie. It was, ah, right. it was and you, they are remaking it, and I think they're doing it it's like with somebody like LL Cool J. Or really? Yeah. Yeah. Don't quote me on that if you're going to be punching any comments I make into the internet. <laughs> um. That'll be all over now. But it's that is a Sam Peckinpah movie, and we're not going to talk about that till we get Franklin Ajay. Oh, he's, he's an occasional he's Australian story, resident. He mm. was in that, and he has got the funniest stories about working on Convoy. He said Sam Peckinpah, constantly drunk, would just, he sacked the entire crew twice during the filming? <laughs> so the first time you just didn't take. He on. just sacked the crew, <laughs> and then he'd get up the next morning, come out of his trailer, see the new crew, and go, "Who the hell are you people? Where's my crew?" And couldn't remember sacking the crew. So we'll get Frank. I in heard here. story, yeah, and ask him whether it's true that Peckinpah used to carry a loaded gun all, at all I've heard times. That story. I've heard Always that story. a loaded just gun, like the kids at Patterson Lakes. Yeah. Oh, I tell you what, man. <laughs> yeah, those, Man, you guys didn't go them hard enough. Those, <laughs> those troublemakers. I man, I tell you what, I tell you, we need to go see them, and we need to be carrying. There we go. There's going to be. There'll be a round two. That battle's yeah. not over oh, yet. It's just so, getting warmed up. So many movies to get to, guys. Yeah. Uh, let's go and get our act together, and um, we'll be back with more in a moment. But in the meantime, oh, excuse me, sir. What do you like about Get This on Triple M? Go. Get music that you don't know. What you play? The monkey that, what that chooses it? I like the um, talk back uh, precipice with the people that call in, things inside it. I like the constant uh, fister update that I like the sizzle, constant sizzle, uh, the confusing the. References to Snetogero, Ben Kebley with his eating a sandwich on the program on it, and Tony uh, Martin uh, misidentified the uh, Kelly Clarkson songs, Blocky Cube, 
uh, attacking the reputation of Steve Gutenberg on the program. Many good contribution from the people. And of course, the Nickelback. My favorite is the testimonial from the people in the strangest reading of a piece of paper. Is that it? What is it? Snetto girl. It's just something we say on the show. I don't understand it. Comes up and. Who is the monkey? Yeah. That's Easy Top with the sharp dress man here at Triple M. Let's get this. It's our movie show. Lockie Hume is here. He's doing the mumbo. I am. Cavalry Cavalry just gets my toes a tapping. (laughs) What about Anthony LaPaglia? Oh, yeah. He likes the World Cup. He's been gone in the Sydney Telegraph this week for not being Australian enough. Look at this. Oh, right. Because he he actually showed up at the soccer? Well, he's not wearing green and gold. LaPaglia off colour. He's supposed to be one of our biggest supporters, but it seems Anthony LaPaglia couldn't find a single scrap of green or gold for Australia's big match. Mm. The LaPaglia clan, including wife Gia Caridis and daughter Bridget, looked more like Japanese supporters uh. with the Hollywood star decked out in a blue shirt. Mm. There's a the picture her- of him wearing a blue the, uh, shirt. Does it say there, the Herald's son offered does, you know, to I'm give look- him a Southern Cross tattoo, which he <laughs> declined. I'm, I'm just looking at this picture. Is he Japanese is the question I'm asking. Wow, because, I don't think he because is. Because he's not wearing green and gold and you could just mistake somebody who's not for oh, being Japanese at this so point. True. I remember the first film I saw Anthony LaPaglia in was an Alan Alder movie called Betsy's Wedding. That was his first film. And he that was, was LaPaglia's first film. He was fantastic in that. And he, the, story really went, the story went that he went to the auditions. Mm. People didn't know that he... Because he had to play a mobster, mm. like a mm. De Niro-style mobster. He watched Serpico, one of our favourites. Yep, mm. great film. In a hotel room for a week and uh, just copied the accent, went along, didn't tell them he was Australian. Right. A lot of actors over there do that, though. A lot of actors keep the American accent all the mm. time. And I actually... That? I had the misfortune of meeting Julian McMahon. <laughs> and uh, oh, <laughs> I was at a party. Would you believe it? I was at a party for the guy who runs this... Uh, that does this shonky video thing in the States called Girls Gone Wild. Oh, Have you yeah. heard about this? It's just people lifting their tops. Okay. And I'm at this party and there's Julie McMahon and we're having a drink and a chat and uh, he's talking to me in American accent and I said, what, 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 why are you talking to me like that? Why did you, I'm from Melbourne, man. Just speak normally. And finally he dropped his American accent and started going, oh, sorry, mate. I'm, you know, no, no, I just thought, you're weak. When he, you <laughs> are weak. But when they do that, they always say, oh, I'm doing a film at the moment and yeah. I've got to stay in character oh. at all. Oh, rubbish, rubbish. Any actor worth their salt does not stay in character. There you go. Okay. There you go. You don't get paid for that. You get paid to show up on time, learn your lines, and don't bump into the furniture. <laughs> Serpico. <laughs> Let's go back to Serpico mm. because Serpico, to me, is my favourite film when people ask me, you know, why can you get this on DVD in Australia? Why can't you get that? Did you know you cannot get Serpico on DVD in Australia? Yeah, I, my copy of it I had to order from the States. You can get She's Out of Control with Tony Danza. Awesome. <laughs> you can get King Ralph. <laughs> you cannot get Serpico. You, can, you cannot get Nashville. Well, you can get Air Bud and Air Bud 2 How's in, that? A, in a box oh, set. Whoa, 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 wait a minute, wait a minute. I didn't know there was an Air Bud 2. Oh, brilliant. <laughs> My is it the goodness. same dog? I think the dog from Earbud One actually died. Yeah, he was put down. Oh he no! Down, yeah. Not in the film, obviously. He, he went the way. Oh, of oh no, it's a deleted. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> he went the same way as all of the cats and dogs out of the Adventures of Milo and Otis. 
Apparently, there's some horrific so number many. of cats and dogs. That's true. That they change the color. That film. Oh. They, man, there are kids listening to this. Oh. You know that the cat jumps into it. My nephew was listening to this oh. in a creek, and yeah. then and then yes. and then suddenly they cut to another angle, and it's a completely different <laughs> coloured cat going whatever there. <laughs> That's shonky. But back to Serpico. Here's the other thing about Serpico, is that. The, you can buy it on video here, obviously, yes. and it is the dubbed version. All the swearing, all the swearing. Has, and Pacino apparently was so anti revoicing his work in it that he completely did a, a different voice for the dubbing. <laughs> is that right? So it'll be Pacino going, you know, I'm, I'm Frank Serpico, and then it'll suddenly the dub will be going, "You crazy kid, what are you doing?" Are you doing? Is that right? right? And so, wow. and I for years I thought that though that was the proper version of Serpico, right? <laughs> and then. One night, and God bless, I hate to plug Channel 9, but they do have a great reputation for showing films uncut at a certain time of night. And yeah. finally, the first time I ever saw Serpico, the proper version of it was on Channel 9 at like midnight on a Friday wow. night, about wow. 10 years ago. And um, that's pretty much all I have to say about oh, Serpico. No. <laughs> I love your dub version. I love it. I remember when Robocop was shown in oh, cinemas. Yeah. Do you remember that? Good movie. They cut it together, because it's an extremely violent film, yeah. Robocop, and they wanted to get the kids in, so they cut it down for a PG. Uh-oh. And I can't remember the scene exactly, but there's a scene where two blokes are bagging their boss in a toilet, oh, yeah. and the boss is in the cubicle listening to uh, them, and he yeah. comes Classic. out, and he goes, I remember when I was your age, I used to call my boss this, I used to call him that, and then he uses, like, obviously the third one was, like, really serious. I think it had been asshole, scumbag, oh. and worst of all, I called my boss, and then... A completely different voice just comes on and goes, Airhead. <laughs> and it's like that episode of The Simpsons with Mr. Black. <laughs> so it was one, two, and then back to one again for Airhead. Tackling the big movie issues. Here, and get this. That'd be in excess, the new look in excess with Afterglow. Here at Get This. It's our movie edition, so Lockie Hume is with us. Have you noticed on the movie edition we actually don't really ever... Like, my buddy of mine up in Sydney said, oh, so are you reviewing movies and are you sort of picking things apart? And I said, no, we're really... Most of the time we're piss-farting about and going the goot. We're going Gutenberg. <laughs> we just waffle and ramble from topic to topic. We mentioned uh, Anthony LaPaglia before. What were you saying, Ed? Some misguided oh, casting suggestion? No, no, no. I was just saying that it's so unfair for them to go in for you know, not wearing... That's not what you were saying. What you were saying, Cavalier, is you reckon Anthony LaPaglia should be playing George W. Bush in a telly movie. Why don't you just come out and say I think it? he looks a bit like him. I don't think he acts like him, but I think he looks a bit like him. I tell you where he was great is in So I Married an Ex-Murderer. Do you remember uh, that with Mike It's actually got some... Very funny moments. It's not great overall. No, but it's got moments like the the Scottish father. You hit (laughs) them. (laughs) But the scenes with Lapaglia and Alan Arkin. And he, oh, Alan and Lapaglia is the cop who who wishes that Alan Arkin was more like a movie cop, <laughs> and was calling him into his office and bawling him out. And then there's a scene, and Alan Arkin is really nice. And then there's a scene way later in the movie where Anthony Lapaglia does get bawled out by Alan Arkin, and you think it's for real. And he goes out and slams the door, and then he comes back in and, and go, looks. <laughs> was that too much? You think too much? With the, too much with the racial slurs? I love that. Too much with the racial slurs. <laughs> Uh, here's what does happen. I'm sure a lot of people have been saying this to you, Lockie. Is that a real movie that you guys keep mentioning, uh, Heaven Tonight with Guy Pearce? Yeah, well, we know it is a real movie. People and... think we're making it up. Well, I, actually, technically, it's not a real movie. <laughs> <It's>... <laughs> well, I managed to find a copy of it. and Well, Nikki, our producer, managed to find a copy of it. Here it is, right here, oh. with the mark of quality, due back Tuesday on the front. <laughs> and this video, this video shop is sellotaped onto the top, written in biro, slight bend at top of picture. Mm. Oh. But that hasn't stopped they're, them they're, from... Uh... No, they're still running it out. They're squeezing 
squeezing the last dollar possible out of heaven tonight. Aren't they? <laughs> and here we have the soundtrack <laughs> album. Listen to this. Oh yeah, which oh. Nikki had to bid for on eBay. Nikki, how what? much did you pay? How much? Uh, Forty-five dollars. Bargain. Forty-five dollars. Well, Man, you could. Uh, the last time I spent forty-five bucks on a CD was getting the Japanese print of Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom by John Williams. I had to f- order that in for forty-five bucks. Why do you need You're, the Japanese print? Because it, you can't get an American version. Oh, is that right? There you go. For so, your vast okay, collection of yeah, movie soundtracks, and, well, and I'm thinking I might just pinch this heaven tonight. <laughs> well, because forty-five bucks for this. Woo! Now we've got to prove that what it is, is. It just goes to show you can do any crappy old film and still get a career going, can't you? Because look at Guy. Guy Pierce is now you know regarded as one of the best actors he's in the world. He's great, and in he's an awesome actor. L.A. Confidential, fantastic. In my opinion, robbed. He should have got an Oscar nomination for Memento. I thought he was just extraordinary in well, the performance. This is the early days, and his dad is John Waters. John Waters is an old style pub rocker with an acoustic guitar, yeah. mm-hmm. whereas uh, Guy is what in is a, a synthesizer band. <laughs> And uh, Kim Gingell is in the oh, yes. film. He plays another member of John Waters' band, and you've got Rebecca Gilling. And now let's just listen to a bit of dinner table conversation. With a number one record, do you have any idea how much money we'd be making these days? And these serious young haircut bands are getting, I don't know, ten <laughs> times what we got. The kids, they don't know what they're letting themselves in for. I mean, take you know, Paul here, right? Okay. Now he's got himself a band. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's the band called? Video Rodney. <laughs> Video Rodney. We were not making it up. Now, something I had forgotten, something I had forgotten about Heaven Tonight till I watched it again this week, is the name of the record company executive that they're trying to impress. It's not Marty Boomstein, is it? It's not Marty Boomstein. Have a listen to what it is. Who's he down to? CBS or Tim Robbins. Tim Robbins. My God, are you worried about me screwing him up? Tim Robbins. Tim Robbins. Now, this is 1990. This is like two years after Bull Durham. So you'd think they would have changed the name Tim Robbins. You don't put anything past the geniuses of Boulevard Films, though, oh. which is the, was Frank Housen and Peter Boyle's outfit back in the we 80s. We would need a whole episode to discuss the Boulevard <laughs> film story, and it is a very the funny over, story. Over. Oh, man, there's so much there. But as a result, you've got all these scenes where people are getting worked up and arguing oh, yeah. about Tim Robbins. Have a listen. Dad, look, I'm really sorry about what happened to you. Bears and Tim Robbins and stuff. Did you know about this Tim Robbins thing? What did you expect me to say? Bad. Tim Robbins wants to sign me for a recording contract. I would have started World War Three. He thought Tim Robbins wanted him, didn't he? Look at Tim Robbins. You could do something like that. Tim Robbins? Oh, you're joking, aren't you? I haven't got that in me. You know that. Tim Robbins. Maybe you should have married Tim Robbins. I don't love Tim Robbins. I love you, you fool. You must really be enjoying this. Let's make Johnny squirm in front of Mr. Tim Gonalmighty f***ing Robbins. <laughs> it is gold. We have struck gold. Now, are we going to play some music? Well, yeah, that's, let's not forget, this I, is a film about music, yeah, yeah. and it's a film about conflicting music styles. Okay. Listen to John Waters. <laughs> well, there seems to be quite a word on the street about this new band of yours. Even Tim Robbins mentioned something. It's a line-up. Guitar, keyboards, drums, and computers. Yeah. So you're just going to go clickety-click-clack like all the other morons, huh? There's nothing wrong with his music. No. Just this... It's got my heart. It's cold, it's mechanical, it's a load of crap. Now, it's his time to hear a bit of the band. Now, uh, uh, sadly, the late, great uh, Brad Robinson from Australian Crawl was dragged into... uh, 
heaven tonight to make oh. this announcement. Good evening, everyone. We're here tonight, of course, to welcome a new band into the recording industry. A band that I personally think are destined to go all the way to the top. Ladies and gentlemen of the press, Video Rodney. <laughs> do we want to hear a bit of Video Rodney? Badly. Oh, yeah, I, I really have do. To. From the $45 soundtrack. <laughs> Which I'm pinching as we speak. <laughs> and here we go. Oh, hang on, it's, it's a knockout. <laughs> Guy Pierce. So shady. You're living in a glass house. <laughs> Listen to this. What rhymes with that? Untrustworthy. <laughs> One, two, three, four. Okay, let's tot it up. You're living in a glass house. You're standing on the brink. You've got your head in the lion's mouth. Yep. Uh, Any other metaphors we can squeeze Leap into the dark. I think we can do a few more. I'm exhausted. I'm exhausted. I know you're going to shoot, you're gonna shoot me for this, but seriously, I mean, I reckon if you release that now, that'll probably that's, go to number one. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> I mean, Eskimo, that or Nickelback, Eskimo Joe is spending a fortune trying to recreate that exact sound. But let's get this right. Let's tot it up. You're yeah, living in a glass house. Yep. You're standing on the brink. You're yep. looking into the lion's mouth. Yep. You're taking a leap into the dark. Yep. And most bafflingly, you're sailing into a wind that's built on shifting sands. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what an exhausting schedule. <laughs> What an exhausting day ahead of you if you're doing all those things in like about 45 seconds. All right, I think we have proved that Video Rodney do exist. Yes, they do. And, is and a I real film. And we've also proved Video Rodney are just pretty damn good. <laughs> if you ask me, I'm, this is a CD well purchased by you, Nick, and well stolen by me. It's going to be a lot of fun. Yes. It's cold. It's crackle. It's a for Mrs. Olivia Buckley of Cherry Brook on Triple M. It's get this on Triple M where we're living in a glass house. And, oh, hang on. Is this video, Rodney? Let's hope so. <laughs> That's Don Henley. All she wants to do is dance. Welcome aboard the movie edition of Get This with myself, Ed Cavalier. He's about to head off to Germany. Oh, yeah. Go for that. And he's going to be moving up. Uh, who are we going to be stepping in? What? Mr. Marsland's going to be oh, stepping into idea. your shoes. Oh, nice one. Panels this show, does a fine job every day. He'll actually be talking for That'd the next few weeks. What about Lockie Hume? He's been sitting in for the whole hour. He Can we get another round of applause from that special magic button you've got? Oh, nobody you gets two rounds, do they? <laughs> <laughs> well, they do now, Martin. <laughs> they do now. There is a poll in the papers today uh, about inspirational movies. What are yeah. the most inspirational movies of all time? Uh, the, the, to the first one will be like Rocky. 
No. Well, Rocky's number four. Oh. You've got It's a Wonderful Life. That film sucks. Uh, to Kill a Mockingbird. Sucks. And, and then, dude, Where's My Car? I don't know how that's <laughs> happened. <laughs> now we're talking. Schindler's <laughs> List. Are you going to say that sucks, Lockie? No, no. Schindler, <laughs> I don't know how Schindler's List could be inspirational. Well. Three hours of concentration camp footage and people are inspired. Yeah, but there's a fair bit of triumph. Well, yeah, not really. I mean, it's, I would say Schindler's List is one of the most brilliant moving mm. films of all time but inspirational i'm inspired by schindler's list i mean well that's what we're going to talk about today what should be on the yeah, list yeah, it's yeah. a wonderful life i remember there was a fantastic because we know it's a wonderful life blokes about to jump off a bridge and kill himself angel comes down and mm. shows him what the world would have been mm. like if he hadn't existed mm. and there's a fantastic comedy sketch in the mm. fry and laurie show you know yeah, Stephen fry and, Murray, and, hugh, laurie. and hugh laurie dr house yeah where uh, hugh laurie plays rupert murdoch and he's oh, about yeah. to jump off a bridge and the angel comes down and says, I'll show you what the world would have been like if you hadn't existed. Yeah. And he takes him around England and takes him into a pub where there's no TVs on up in the corner <laughs> and black and white people are playing chess together. <laughs> and it's, it's fantastic and peaceful and beautiful. Everyone loves each other. And Rupert Murdoch goes, this is fantastic. There's so much cash to be made here. <laughs> and then the angel just pushes him off the bridge himself. <laughs> there you go. So that, well, that was an inspirational <laughs> moment for me. But, uh, what do you think, Tony? Inspirational yeah, what, what's movies? an inspirational film for you? I'm going to go with Whitewater Summer again. Ah. <laughs> with Kevin Bacon. I'll go Can't with, get past it. We had a lot of people call up say, what was that film uh, where the bloke said he wanted the finest wines available to humanity? Oh, it yes. was, of course, With Nil and I. Favourite oh, film. Spelt With Nail and I, if you're yep. looking for it at the video shop. That inspires me. Best. Just every line is a zinger. It inspires a lot of alcoholics, Tony. What about you, Ed? What uh, I'm going to go with La Bamba today. Really? <laughs> Really? Yeah, 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 because it inspires, you know, a kid from the wrong side of the tracks to follow your heart, you know? Well, Scarface does that for me. (laughs) (laughs) And Heaven Tonight in its own way. (laughs) Okay, now let's bring in, uh, I don't think we've uh, got enough opinions on this program, so let's get ourselves a full bench. Let's introduce the work experience guys here Uh, at Triple M. A round of applause, if you would, for Ben and Max. Thank you. Morning, boys. You guys have been uh, at the station all week. What have you observed? Uh, it's been pretty good, you know, we've been all around the place, really, just seeing, uh, you know, w- what we do, and uh, how... You how don't have to be nice, what, no. have they, what have they no, had you doing? Just, I'm just a little confused, okay, I'm just a little confused, I thought Cavalry was the word experience. Oh, here we go, <laughs> it's on. Have they given you free stuff? Uh, no, no, it's been pretty stingy. <laughs> Obviously you've been done by the so-called king of prizes. <laughs> oh, there'll be have Nickelback you... tickets on the way out the door, kids. <laughs> Now, you guys have your own radio show, do you not? No, not me. I do. Oh, sorry. <laughs> yes. Sorry, Max, you Community, do? Community radio. And do you do movie stuff on that show? Uh, yeah, we do uh, yeah, a couple of odd movie reviews here and there. Yeah. And what would you describe as an inspirational movie? I'd have to say Jack with Robin Williams. Oh, oh man, why? I was just saying before, that's that that film was one of the four signs of the apocalypse. <laughs> Seriously, that proved that Coppola will never again the genius that he had when he did the Godfather films. It was the yeah, but point. think about it. I mean, you know, the guys like uh, what is it's a kid in like a forty-year-old man's body. I mean, it yeah. you know mm-hmm. it gives you inspiration to sort of get out there and sort of not you know let your physical status sort of you know. Uh, MP or hold you back. Yes, there you go. It, pretty much, that's how it was pitched in Hollywood, and it got the same reaction it got from us just then. <laughs> it was pitched yeah, as they let's... went ahead and made it anyway. Didn't <laughs> no, they? they said they pitched it like this. They said, "Let's do a remake of Big, which was of oh, course yes. a remake of Dream a Little Dream with yes. the Corys, which was of course a remake of Eighteen again, which Whoa. was of course a remake of Like Father Like Son. It goes on and on back <laughs> through history. What about you, Ben? What What would you like to see as an uh, inspirational movie? Um, this is dead air you're using up, kids. So make it good. <laughs> Um, 
I am Sam. Oh, oh sure. hey, that actually, that good. might be that might be on this Word. list here. That was and good. At, at the ever reliable Herald Sun, <laughs> who have compiled this list. Um, yeah, it's an Oscar nominee for Sean Penn. Yes, it was. It was. Yeah. There you go. All he right. He got cheated out by um, Denzel Washington for Training Day. No, he that's deserved that. I actually think that's one of the best awarded Oscars ever. Well, no, yeah, I think Max, Max is onto something though, because of course that was one of the few films where somebody didn't have a physical impairment. Or, <laughs> that's uh, right. <laughs> there you go. No, it's corruption, which obviously, is, which holding is, him back. Uh, which is another. Another reason why it was such a great win for the Oscars, that for Denzel Washington, I've never met the guy, but I have friends who know him, right. who have have told me that he is that character from Training Day. Is he really? That so he is just insane like that. He can, when he arcs up at people, like literally, remember the banging the guns together? Yeah. And, yeah mm. Apparently he does that in restaurants. Uh, That's well, what I've heard. And I heard Carries much... guns, bangs them together in restaurants. <laughs> That's what I've heard. Wait Don Knotts, much the same every day. Do we have a prize? <laughs> Ed Cavalier. Uh, He's yes. off to Germany. He's just reaching well, for his pen. Is that going to be the prize? Your pen. Nikki uh, kindly has given me some uh, some things to take away as a going away present. I could give them away. You could win well, some things. What have you got? What have you got? Uh, I don't. I know that I've got a pack of trick cards. I've got a sleeping mask and a magnet that says Australia on it. See, you're learning a lot about radio, Max. Yep. Taking notes, things that he can take back to community radio. Give us a call (laughs) with your inspirational movie for whatever reason at all. One triple three five three. We'll only know more. That's Rob Thomas. It's Get This. I thought it's, that was Video Rodney. It's not Video Rodney. It should be. Uh, we're talking inspirational films, Tom? We are indeed, and I'd just like to point out that we've got our work experience yeah, gentlemen, Ben and Max with us. And on, lads. Lockie Humor's here. It's a full bench. <laughs> yeah. Who have we got on the line? Hi, David. How are you? Uh, great, guys. Yourselves? Very well, mate. What are you saying? What's your inspirational film? Obama gets in, then Footloose has got to be in. Oh, Footloose. There you go. One man dancing his way through the red tape of a small town. (laughs) (laughs) Taking on the evil John Lithgow. Armed only with a a box step. That's great. And, uh, do you do you like that scene where they kind of they break all the rules by dancing through the warehouse? I think it's the most frightening film I've ever seen in my life. We're not doing horror movies, mate. We're doing inspirational. Ben and Max, do you know Footloose? Uh, I've heard of it. That's Kenny Loggins, right? It yeah. is Kenny Loggins. Yeah. And Kevin Bacon as well. Yeah. Yep. There's uh, a full bench. Uh, <laughs> hello, Graham. Morning. How you going, man? What do you got? What? I've got Red Dawn. Oh, oh, every time we do this, every time we get another Patrick Swayze title it's, for it's the Mandel piece. This is really the Swayze show, isn't it? It's Every <laughs> Swayze film is going to cop a mention hey, by the Graham, time we're done. Graham, for those of us, uh, or those out there who don't know Red Dawn, quick, quick synopsis. Uh, the Russians and the Central American communists invade America and Patsy Swayze turn them all back. <laughs> now, is, hey, now, is, is Charlie Sheen in this film, or is, am I mistaken about that? I think Charlie Sheen's in it, isn't he? Yeah. Uh, I can't yeah, he's, remember. He's the bloke with the rubber buttocks. No, he is, he is in it. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, that's inspiring. Steve Thomas Howell, they're all there. Yeah. Now, what was uh, inspirational about it for you, Graham? Oh, well, a small band of wolverines hiding in the in the center in the center of America can turn back the entire Russian army. There's a little bit of that right. in, a lesson for all of us. That is true. That is true. Wolverines? Can we just go back? A small band of wolverines. Is that some kind of gun nut talk? We're, we're... No, that's that, that's their local football team. Ah. Oh, right. And and this comprises C. Thomas Howell, the soul man, Patrick Swayze, and Charlie Sheen. Well, with, with, and a pair of rubber buttocks. The world is in safe hands. Uh, Who else is inspiring? Hey, Michael, us? how are you? Yeah, good, thanks, guys. Good, mate. What's your inspirational film? 
the Big Lebowski. Oh, yes. sensational! Just, uh, inspiring you to uh, not like quit your job and lie around the house all day. That's right. Walk around in your pajamas and dressing ground and uh, drink your beverage. <laughs> so many great scenes. Which is your favourite? Oh, probably the one where he gets thrown in the back of the limousine and he says, hey, there's a beverage involved here, dude. <laughs> it's just all gold. What about when uh, Jesus appears, John Turturro? Oh, Jesus, oh, he's great. He must be on screen for, what, about 15 seconds yeah. and then he just steals, steals the whole film. Steals yeah, the with, whole movie. With the bowling shirt and everything, it's fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> I love the Lebowski. Uh, and please, a sequel. Why yeah, not a series of films for the dude? Very good and idea. If there can be five, six Rockies. Mm. Why, not, why, why not? And why not try and get Gutenberg and Swayze oh, together in a, a film? That's what I'm thinking, because that's the kind of stuff that inspires Actually, me. When I'm know, flicking through Variety and I read the names Gutenberg or Swayze... But I reckon whew, if, if, I was, if I was the Red Army and I was going to invade somewhere, just the sight of the Goot and, and the Swayze <laughs> mm. standing on the shores, mm. I'd just turn around and go straight oh, back. Oh, I would too. In <laughs> fact, I did. Well, I, I, the, the reason... My whole aborted mission to invade America... Fell on its on its rubber buttocks <laughs> because of the goot, <laughs> of the goot. <laughs> and the goot wearing his mullet from Don't Tell Her It's Me doing the New Zealand accent. What a sensational uh, prospect! Uh, do we have any more? Insp- oh no! Do we have to say goodbye to Ed Cavalier? Bring all... in the sad music. Oh. Oh. Ed's off to Germany for yes. three weeks. Yes, yes, yes. I've, I've got my bags packed, lads, and I leave from the airport. Uh, I'd like to get to a few ma- emails if I could, Tone. Certainly. Uh, yes, hello, uh, Marty from Price Decker. Uh, they so he thinks that uh, the Triple M's gone so low that Barry the monkey is in fact me that they've shaved and given a microphone. <laughs> hello, Jared from South Frankston, who's happy because the girl's got no money. Hello, Rob from Melbourne. He wants to know what drugs I'm on. Hello, Bobby from Brighton. She's woken up in a gutter and wants to rob a bank. Hello, Jake from Eltham. Uh, his work is slowly droning his will to live. Well, <laughs> bad luck. Uh, hello from. <laughs> Hello from Emma. Am I stalking you? No, I'm not. Hello, Benny. All right, I will pass you the hammer. Hello, Andy from Melbourne. Where are you now? Uh, hello, Andrew J. If I've got to be a lesbian, why don't I at least be a nice-looking one? Not one that looks like Katie Lang. Thank you so much. Uh, hello, Dave from Melbourne. Yes, I am trying to seduce you. Hello, Britt from Melbourne. Yes, let's dance. Hello, Sean from Tullamarine. I look terrible. Put a paper bag on. Fair enough. Hello, Paul from Blackbourne. All right, let's get started. He's eaten a crayon. Hello, Tristan from Sunbury. He did have some Tabasco sauce last night, and it's starting to kick in. And hello, Dick from Uranus. I can't read any of that. <laughs> oh, fantastic. Thank you, Ed. Please come back in one piece. The show will not be the same without and you. And, Paul, if I can give you any advice on your travels, yes. make sure you wear green and gold, because we don't oh, yes. want to mistake you for a Japanese yeah. supporter. That's yes. so true. Now, one, I've got one more thing. Uh, M- Mr. Marslin, Tone, I'm going to call up, as you know, to give uh, constant Fister updates. That's right, Otto Fister, the Feister, uh, I told you. No, no, the coach the, of Togo. Yep. And I have uh, made myself, with the help of Matt, some theme music. So really? every time I call up, I would like this to be played, please. My life, my <laughs> oh, the, is that the perfect strangest thing? Wait. I wish people could see the dance that Ed's doing, and I hope you'll be doing that dance on the phone. I will. Because it is a visual medium. I will. Good luck to you, Ed Cavalli. Thank you for uh, participating. Everyone who called in, thank you, Lockie Hume, looking at his watch. Clearly got another program to go to. Uh, Thank you very much, Ben and Max. Thanks for having us. Uh, Thanks, boys. Back to your photocopying. (laughs) Yep.
And Thank you very Holly. much to our fine producer, Nikki, making the sketches till all hours. It's Matt Dower. Cool. Anna on the phones. Richard Marsland pushing the buttons. He'll be sitting in Ed's chair while he's away, attempting to steal his job. Yeah. And thank you to all of the knob jockeys around the network. And I think our key phrase today was, Ed. Otto Fista. Fista. <laughs> Fista. I just want to thank you so much to you, Mr. T. Martin. I'll miss you, I will. And I have no idea who's going to be co-hosting the show <laughs> on Monday. Hopeless. <laughs>